Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email, freenilpodcast at gmail.com, and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. Do you love listening to podcasts, but hate adverts interrupting what you're listening to? Then why not consider subscribing to our Patreon at The 3 Nil Podcast for an ad-free version of the pod in addition to early access to the episodes. For just £3 a month, you can get all that plus more. Please consider subscribing to The 3 Nil Podcast on Patreon. Welcome to The 3 Nil Podcast. Fair warning, this episode may include talks of adult themes, bad language and football. Hello everyone and welcome to Season 2, Episode 9 of the 3-0 Podcast. Joining me today is Matt Goff, Chelsea fan. Hello, hello, how are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. And I'm also joined by Dan James. Dan, I've got a feeling you're a United fan, if I remember rightly, is that correct? Yes, that's correct, of course. Thank you guys for having me on the show, brilliant. Cool, got two United fans on the pod, so Matt, you are Can I just confirm as well? You're not yes. the now Leeds player, Daniel James. You are just someone who shares that name. Yes, that's it. Yeah, you're correct. Yeah, yeah okay. okay. Cool. All right. I was about <laughs> just, to go just to make it clear. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to listening. be clear, yeah. We'll just we, get that one out. Yeah. I, I put a lot of faith in this podcast, but if we could get Daniel James, the ex-United and current Leeds player, on the podcast, mm. we'd be doing fucking well. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Although I will say I'm not sure who not, not sure who's faster over 100 meters, Dan or um, Dan, yeah, <laughs> Dan yeah. or Dan James. Yeah. <laughs> who, who's well, it's going to be Daniel or... James, isn't it? Let's be Maybe. real. It will, exactly, yeah. be, Daniel James <laughs> will be the faster over 100 meters. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, usual formats day. Everyone listening, so we have uh, three points. Um, I'm sort of bookending Matt's point, uh, and Dan, the guest, will be sort of joining and getting involved where he can. Starting off on the first point. Um, as I like to on my points, usually there's, there's usually a discussion point I like to have on. Um, I am a fan of making 11s out of good players, bad players, good managers, and so on and so forth. I've gone with one of the more obvious managers today. So we're looking at Pep Guardiola's best 11. Um, there will be a few honourable mentions, but um, if we get started with uh, Pep's, Pep's best 11. In goal, um, I'll, I'll, I'll let Matt and Dan, what, who do you think is the best goalkeeper? Uh, and and then I'll let you know um, who I've decided to put in there. Do you want to guess first, Dan? Oh, I'm going to go with Victor Valdez. I think probably his best keeper when he was in his Barcelona days. Best shot Victor stopper Valdez. there. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fair shout, Victor Valdez. Mm. Well, I think it's going to be between Neuer and Valdez, isn't it? Yeah, so, that's what I mean. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, again, this, this is all up, you know, this is all up everyone's opinion it's an opinion based if you um, say edison i'm gonna kill you <laughs> it isn't edison no it is not edison edison got an honorable mention but it is not edison i've oh, gone okay. with manuel neuer yeah okay i mean i gotta say it's very close you know it is very close i, I would say neuer is the better keeper just based on well i i'd say he's as good with his feet as valdez and was a better shot stopper and i think that's the yeah. reason he tends to sort of get, get in over valdez um in terms of his honors one 
Um, under this is obviously just just taking things one under Pep. You won three Bundesligas, uh, two DFB Pokals, and one UEFA Super Cup, um, as well as being named German Football of the Year in 2014. Um, the same year he placed third in the Ballon d'Or. Um, and pretty much every season he was played under Pep Guardiola, he was named in the FIFA Pro World Eleven. So, well, I yeah. think he's definitely warranted his his, his inclusion in the team. Mm-hmm. Uh, m- moving on from goalkeeper is right back again. I'll, I'll start with you, Matt. Who's his down at first last time? Who's, who thinks he got the well, goalkeeper? Who thinks the right back? I think we know. Who. Pep Guardiola, best Surely. one. Do we? Who have you gone with? Well, yeah. I mean, it's Danny Alves, isn't it? Surely. But what about you, Dan? Who do you think? Philip Lam, I reckon, for me. M- Matt was right. I, I, I did go with Danny Alves. I think yeah. they are interchangeable. I think it's, it's very hard to yeah. choose one or one the other but... of them. You know, Philip Lam's definitely think... defense, defensively. Yeah, um, I, I personally would go for... I would have gone just for Philip Lam, just edged it. But like you say, a lot of people would go for Danny Alves. Yeah, the, the, the real reason why Alves has gotten in there is pretty much because he won two Champions Leagues under Pep, whereas under Pep, Lam didn't win. Well, Lam has won a Champions League medal. Obviously, his Champions League medal was not with Pep. It was with um, your yeah. Pinkers. Um The season before Pep actually joined Bayern, that was. But um, yeah, I've got Danny Alves. I mean, yeah. looking at stats here, 15 goals and 68 assists in 208 games under Pep, including, you know, three La Ligas, two Copa del Reyes, three Copa de Espanas. Yeah. Two Champions Leagues and two UEFA Super Cups. Isn't he the most well decorated as... player of all time, or something? I think Danny he Alves. is. Yeah, I think yeah. I think he is the most decorated player of all time. Yeah, which is just don't forget, guys. Don't, don't forget that's a right back at the end of the day, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly. Right well, he, he, <laughs> he's a right back who's played right mid, and when he went when he went back to Brazil recently, he was playing as number ten. So I mean, he can pretty much <laughs> play whatever position he wants at the moment. Mm. Um, currently a free agent, you know. Should well, you're you're not get him up. in by competition for Wambasaka? Uh, who knows? But. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyway, um, moving on to the centre back. So, um, I mean, I, I would get your, your guys' opinion on this one, but I think there are only real two real options for centre back under Guardiola. I've gone with PK and Puyol. I don't think there's any better mm. centre backs who yeah. played under no, him. Totally Maybe Boateng. But I mean, again, like, yeah. you know, Jerome Boateng, Company, Mascherano, all good honourable mentions for playing at centre back. Um, obviously, Company was towards the end of his career when when um, Pep came in. Mm. Boateng was good. Well, world class, even, but I don't think it was either of those two players with the level that PK and Puyol were. I mean, Barcelona were the best team in the world before, well, slightly before, but throughout the entirety of Pep's reign and even after him. And, you know, they pretty much won exactly the same trophies under Pep that um, Daniel Vezda did as well. So, you know, three Champions mm-hmm. League, so three, three La Ligas, two Copa del Reyes, and two Champions Leagues, to name a few. Um, and yeah, both of them had in- multiple inclusions in the FIFA Pro World 11. So I think they're both. Deserve their place in the eleven. Yeah, well, you think you think of that back four, that back four they had. You know, when they, especially when they won the Champions League in two thousand and nine against Manchester United in the final. That back four alone they had was Puyol, Piquet, and um, Abidal, wasn't it? Yeah, just strong. And uh, was it was it Danny Alves? If I remember the right back then, was it still or was he? He was, he was definitely there at the time. Yeah, all, yeah. Yeah, all three of them, well, all four of them were there during Pep Guardiola's reign, so it could well have been. I, I can't remember back the, like 12, no. 13 years ago to that game, to be honest, but, <laughs> but it is, yeah. it's very likely. But um, anyway, go, going through this, left back, would you guys go with left back? There's not too many options at left back, I don't think. But... That's a tough one because there hasn't really been a mainstay left back, is there? 
Because Abidal, Abidal was in and out of the team, I'm pretty sure. Well, yeah. Abidal had a lot of injury issues and, yeah. and health-related issues. Um, you know, you've got um, Joe Cancelo, but arguably he's not played long enough there. Yeah, um, you've got Zinchenko Benjamin, and Mendy, who just no no chance. Well, yeah, Zinchenko has no chance, and Mendy's locked up in Her Majesty's prison, so... Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's not going to have a nowhere near this team. Yeah. yeah. Um, who was the left back at Bayern? Was it Bayern? It is David Alaba. That matters the player I've gone David with. Alaba. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Left back because um, was, Al- was Alaba there still there under under Pep? David Alaba has been at Bayern since two thousand and eight, I think. Is he? Yeah, yeah he's been. He, 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 he came from Bayern Youth Academy. He's been there all that time. Oh damn! I I could have sworn Alaba was still young. I I, feel, I think it's one of those players that I just Alaba's almost thirty young. now. Yeah, yeah he's I know. Almost thirty now. Yeah. yeah. But I always thought he was just a lot younger than he than he is. So, he's just got that yeah. baby face, hasn't he? He's yeah. Just yeah, 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 probably. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, Alaba gets in this team. He's exactly the same trophies that uh, Neuer won in his Bayern time. Eleven goals and sixteen assists from a left back is pretty decent as well. Mm. Numerous appearances in the Bundesliga and UEFA Team of the Years. So I think that I was thinking about Jordi Alba, but Jordi Alba I think only joined either in twenty eleven or twenty twelve. So I think right towards the end of the Guardiola era. Um so obviously that's the reason why he's not in this team. Um I've had to slide so I've gone with a four three three. I've had to jig around the midfield a little bit to make it a bit more balanced, a bit more fair. So um the the three players you would think would be in this midfield, one of them moved to the left wing. But Starting off in DM, who would you guys go as your CDM in this team before we go into the other two midfielders? So I thought it would be Lam, to be honest. Because Lam played in DM. Lam did play in DM, but I think the reason I didn't go with Lam in, in DM is because he's he is known as a fullback. And as much as he did play DM under under Guardiola, I think there's a much better like DM, like actually, you know, specialist DM than Lam. Oh, actually, I th- yeah, I know who it is, but I like Dan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah well, so I think yeah. it's, it's, either, it's, it's, it's two comes to mind. It's either going to be Schweinsteiger or, um, Busquets there under Guardiola, wasn't he? Mm. That is a player yeah. I have gone yeah. with. I have gone with Sergio yeah, Busquets. Sergio <laughs> Busquets. Busquets. Yeah. 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 When you said specialist DM, I was like, yeah, because that's the only yeah. position he could ever play. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I mean, yeah. what, what's y'all saying about biscuits? If you watch, you know, if you if you watch the game, you won't see biscuits. But if you see if you watch biscuits, you'll see the game. I think I've, yeah. I think I made that comment mm. before. And mm. yeah, I mean, 191 games, only seven goals and 12 assists. But I don't think that's the reason he was in the team. Um, he was one of those integral three midfield players, you know, under Guardiola, who really took Tiki Taka to the next level. And he's one of the best, you know, proponents of that, of that football. And is still playing for Barcelona now, even in his early 30s. So, mm. yeah, he yeah. must have some ability. As I say, some ability. He's got <laughs> a lot of ability. But, mm, yeah, yeah. But yeah. That was um, sarcasm. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> the next two midfielders, um, I'm, I'm just going to read out the next ones. I won't get you to guess these guys and um, we'll go through them. So, um, the first one, no debate, is Xavi, Xavi Hernandez. Yeah. Oh, I was going to be Xavi and Iniesta, isn't it? Well, yeah. it's. Iniesta has been moved to a different position to accommodate so one mid. player to make it a bit fair. Okay. He is left yeah. wing, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay. but yeah, Xavi Hernandez. I mean, two hundred and eight appearances, thirty six goals, and eighty two assists from midfield. Mm-hmm. Um, again, n- numerous La Ligas, numerous Champions Leagues. Played second in the Ballon d'Or for a couple of years as well. One of the best players probably in the world at, at the time. Mm-hmm. Numerous La Liga top assisting awards and Champions League top assister as well. Like the bloke could pass a ball better than anyone I've ever seen and I would I, I would say he's even better passing than Paul Scholes and 
I don't think anyone would even debate that. I think I think Scholes was up there as one of the best, but Shabby was the best, and yeah, yeah. Mm. he was unplayable at times. And even in his late, even to his like mid thirties, he was still you know unplayable at a certain point. So he's definitely deserved his inclusion into this team. Yeah. Um, the other centre mid is he Belgian? I've gone with just a balance. Is Kevin De Bruyne? Yeah. Yeah. Just because yeah. otherwise there was not a Man City player getting into this eleven, and I think any <laughs> Man City player deserved to get into this eleven. And and to be honest, without De Bruyne, you are not getting any of that success. That City. Have, oh yeah, that, that, um, that yeah, so. that, that Man City team runs around Kevin De Bruyne, mm-hmm. um, and yeah. the stats show. I mean, two hundred twenty-six games, fifty-two goals, ninety-two assists. Sorry, not ninety-four assists, not ninety-two assists. Uh, um, obviously, three Premier League titles, one FA Cup, and four uh, League Cups. Um, again, been included in the FIFA Pro Team of the season, uh, as well as the Premier League Player of the season last, uh, not last season, season before last, actually. Um, still never won that Champions League medal, which I'm sure he's desperate for and, you know, may still win before the end of his career, but hasn't won one under Pep. Um, move on to the left wing. You've already mentioned it, Matt. It is Andres mm-hmm. Iniesta. Uh, again, really? one of the players under that Barcelona era. Could play either centre mid or left wing um, in, in change, but in either position. Probably settled in centre mid more um, as time went on, um, you know, as his legs started to fade, he played some, definitely much more, but he could play either position as as equally. Again, was always in the Ballon d'Or nominations around between, like, you know, first, well, never first, but, you know, second or third most of the time. Mm. Um, only got 23 goals and 53 assists, which you might not think is amazing, but again, in, in Spain, they always talk about the pre-assist is, is, is a stat they always talk about, and unfortunately, it's not recorded, but I know a lot of fans in Spain would always say that Iniesta is a player who would always get the pre-assist, you know, Mm. He played the pass to the player who then passed it across the ball, across the box, who then score. Mm. Um, and I think he definitely deserves his inclusion in this team. Um, can you guess who's at right wing? Uh, it depends who you put striker though, doesn't it? Well, it's or centre forward, uh, should I say? Well, it's, well, it's, three, it's, three it's, options. it's not a centre forward. So if that answers your question, okay. it's not a centre forward. So it's, it's Messi, definitely then, a striker. Yes, Lionel Messi okay. is definitely yeah, the right yeah. winger in this team. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, 219 games for Guardiola, 211 goals with 92 assists. Just to, just for comparison, he has got 303 goal involvements in 219 games under Pep Guardiola. God, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, I know. Um, again, multiple Champions League, multiple La Ligas, Copa del Reyes, as well as winning the Ballon d'Or um, in 2009, 2010, 2011, and 2012, as, as well as also getting two European Golden Shoe Awards uh, under Guardiola. He is one of the two best players of all time. <laughs> I, I, I can't and I can't say he's the best, unfortunately. As much as I know a lot of fans think he is the best. I, You've I, got Manchester United bias, so, you know. Well, you know, I'm, I'm <laughs> Manchester United bias and yeah. and... Yeah. Um, moving we'll on move to the strikers, yeah. who do you guys think yeah. got, the strikers could be maybe difficult, maybe not. Um, who do you guys? Who, who would you guys go on with the striker? Who? Well, there's four. There's four. There's four. I think there's four options you, you could pick out of here because mm-hmm. there's so many strikers he had. I mean, let's let's start off with the obvious one, which I'm guessing it would be David Villa. David Villa is not in my team, no, but he he definitely could have been. The only reason I haven't put David Villa in is we tend to be pushed out to the left to accommodate Messi more often. Yeah. Um, but, but then obviously you've got the likes of um, Samuel Eto'o, Aguero, um, Mario Gomez, obviously at Bayern Munich. So there's a few options there. I've gone with neither of them. Yeah. I've gone with Robert Lewandowski. Lewandowski. Well, Lewandowski was a Bayern when... Yeah, he? He, he joined Bayern in 2014. 
Um, had two years, yeah. two years under yeah. Guardiola. Scored sixty-seven goals in a hundred games, as well as getting nineteen assists. Uh, won two Bundesliga's and a DFB Pokal at the time, um, as yeah. well as being in the Champions League squad of the season in fifteen sixteen and getting two appearances in the Bundesliga team of the season. So, all the players you mentioned there, like Mario Gomez, uh, Mario Mandzukic, uh, yeah. Eto, Samuel all those Eto, players, yeah. I think. And I think that the issue being none of those players play that striker long enough under no. Guardiola. Maybe maybe yeah. David Villa, but mm. you know, yeah. Eto had a season. I think. Gomez and Mandzukic really had a season under him before they were let go. So Lewandowski gets in for me. Um, I, I think even Thierry Henry had a season under him, didn't he? Just to, towards the he, end. He? He made, yeah, I well, think he did. Just, think he did. just as yeah. he started, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah, just going through some more honorable mentions um, in midfield, a few players he missed out on. Um, David Villa could have got in there, one of the centre mid spots, obviously didn't. Um, Xabi Alonso was there um, at his time at Bayern. Uh, Tony Cruz, another player who could have got in there. Thomas Müller as well. All midfielders who could have got into that team. Mm. Um, talking about forwards, top, top players. Mm. Yeah, top forwards. Player. Um, well, two players who didn't get into this team who definitely had shouts: um, Iron Robin and Frank Ribery. Neither of them got oh, into the team. Shite. Obviously, both of yeah. them played. Jeez, I think, I think I think it shows how stacked yeah. Guardiola's teams have been when Robbery yeah. can't get into the eleven over over Messi and Iniesta. Mm. And again, Pedro and Raheem Sterling are two players I've also mentioned. Possibly not at the same level, but. Definitely, you know, integral parts of, of, of either winning teams. But I mean, to be honest, even if you just think of iconic right wingers over the past like two decades, you yeah. th- obviously think of Messi, and then up there is definitely Iron Robin. Oh yeah, yeah. definitely. Because of just how he I just made that cutting inside if, and smashing it. On if Messi foot. was in striker, Rob well, 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 would be at right wing. But yeah. unfortunately, yeah, Messi, yeah. Messi's been moved to the right, and Lewandowski's at top. But um, mm. just to quickly recite the team before we go, before we go, before we uh, end this point is. Uh, Neuer in goal, uh, a back four of Danny Alves, Gerard Piquet, Carl Spoyle and David Alaba. Um, defensive midfielder Sergio Busquets with Xavi Hernandez and Kevin De Bruyne either side of midfield. Lionel Messi is on the right with Andres Iniesta up top and then Robert Lewandowski at striker. That's, that's a dirty team. Such a, such a that dirty is, team. Yeah. I, don't, I, I don't think there's a team that can beat that team. No, not in, not in current world football. Yeah. No. If, no. If you're judging all of them off like their abilities when they run under Pep, then yeah. Oh yeah, I mean yeah. If we talk about nowadays, Poyol's forty three and like Xavi's forty two. Yeah, <laughs> they're still going to go. They probably would yeah. do to be fair, but you know. I reckon. I reckon difficult. that team would finish maybe like I don't know, fourteenth, fifteenth in the league. <laughs> In the I, reckon if, I, I reckon if they're playing in Spain, they definitely finish in the top the top six because you know you, you don't need as much legs in Spain, and all those guys have still got the passing ability of God. So yeah, yeah. in the Premier League, I think they I think they struggle against Liverpool. You know, as good mm. as they are passing, Liverpool get the press started when Chelsea get their press started. You know, yeah, they just Sha- won't stand a chance. Yeah, Chavi's good, but it's a forty-two year old Chavi, not a um, <laughs> not a yeah. twenty-nine, thirty year old Chavi. But, uh, mm. but yeah, yeah, but you think you think about it, the amount of world-class top players they've got. They've got, uh, you know, you can easily make a second team, third team out of it. You know, oh yeah, well, this second team could win a league. That that's how good it is. Yeah. Their third team could probably challenge for a league. That's how good yeah. the <laughs> teams are. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, his best team I think would win a quadruple easily, and and, and there's not many teams I could see beating them. But uh, but yeah, that's gonna. Well, as I say, it's ML point. I think the only other thing to mention is probably Pep Guardiola put himself as the. Um, as the manager, but uh, I think his, yeah. his assistant manager might be um, one very own Marcelo Bielsa uh, from from Leeds or Johan oh, Cruyff, yeah. either. either. Oh, wow. yeah. Well, Cruyff's no longer with us, but if he if he was with us, I think there's, there's two players he definitely would choose with him. But uh, but yeah, that's gonna that's gonna end my point. I think we'll get into a short ad break. 
then we'll come back with your point, Matt. All right, cool. See you in a bit. Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email, freenilpodcast at gmail.com, and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. Do you love listening to podcasts, but hate adverts interrupting what you're listening to? Then why not consider subscribing to our Patreon at The 3 Nil Podcast for an ad-free version of the pod, in addition to early access to the episodes. For just £3 a month, you can get all that plus more. Please consider subscribing to The 3 Nil Podcast on Patreon. Welcome back, everyone, to the 3 0 podcast. Thank you for listening to that short advertising break. We are getting into the second point of today's episode, and Matt is going to be taking this one away. Take away, Matt. Yeah, so uh, just quickly, if you think I sound better, it's because I'm actually using my proper mic rather than my headset mic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, I completely forgot I was using just my normal headset yeah. in the first part of this episode. So if you could notice a difference, let us know. Because <laughs> um, yeah. I, I want to make sure that I spent some money on a worthwhile mic or not. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, if we got actually go to my point, I've got a list here of the 30 best free transfers in Premier League history. So it's obviously Premier League. Um, mm-hmm. I'm only going to go through 15 of them because we are running short on time because we've got the quiz at the end as well. So I'm going to do 15, the first 15 now. So from mm-hmm. 30 down to f- 16. And then I'm going to do yep. the final 15 next episode. So it's going to be a two-parter. Um, Stay tuned. Yeah. So anyway, the first person at number 30, I I really like this player. Um, it's probably because mm-hmm. I, I have a fond... Uh, well, Crystal Palace is, has a fun place in my heart. Um, and it's Vincente Gator, who's a goalkeeper. Um, I'm aware of him. Yeah. So, I mean, I think he's been at Palace two or three seasons now. And, uh, I mean, ever since he's come in, he's completely solidified his place because Palace struggled since Veroni left. Like, they were trying to get Hanessi, but Hanessi kind of went... He, when was the World Cup... Sorry, the World Cup before last? He went into some 18. mad form. Yeah. So, um yeah. But then he, he struggled uh, and he you also, know, Gates has kind of come in to solve that problem for Paris. Yeah. So. Wayne Hennessy was a bloke who did a Nazi salute and then said he wasn't aware of the Nazi salute and didn't know what it was. So oh, that yeah, was another yeah. reason why he was dropped. Yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> Not the PR for the club, is it? But anyway, yeah, no, um, no. By pressing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, were you, what, were you, what did you say, Dan, about, about Gator? No, no, no I say I say Sp- Spanish keeper, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's Spanish. He's Spanish. Yeah, so I think he's 34, 33, 34 now. So he's getting on a bit. I remember, yeah, him, I say, I, I remember him in FIFA like back in the day. I think when he was at uh, Valencia or Getafe mm. back in the day at one point. Yeah, I yeah. remember when FIFA used to be on FIFA back. Like this is like mm. FIFA 13. He's a yeah. great potential mm. on Grimo. Mm. Yeah. He's 6'3 though. So it's a reasonable height for a goalkeeper. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, uh, the next Funny person. He looks smaller than that. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, the <laughs> next person at, coming in at number 29, yes. and his name is Esteban Cambiasso for Leicester. And oh, yeah, I forgot he played Leicester. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he came Argentina. in in their promotion, scenes, promotion season um, when they first came in. Well, sorry, I say first came in, when they most recently got promoted to Premier League. Um, yeah. And yeah, I mean, obviously, he was a, a legend throughout uh, his Italy with 
five yeah. Serie A titles with Milan and Inter Milan uh, legend, also played for Real as well. Yeah, for Madrid. Um, played uh, for Argentina thirty-one times as well. Um, sorry, in his sole times. Sorry, he played for Argentina thirty-one times when he was at England alone. So you know that shows yeah. uh, his longevity. Because I mean, I think he was was he thirty-four when he joined Leicester. Yeah, he was definitely getting so, into his, yeah into mm, the, the, the twilight of his career. Let's say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I mean, and to be honest, this type of signing now for any new um promote newly promoted club is is highly regarded, and, and it's what everyone, yeah. what all new newly promoted clubs try to get because you have the experience, experience yeah. and they're generally cheaper because obviously they're not as good as they were, but because you have the experience, you have the leadership, and you can help other players around yeah. you to then build that squad. Um, so yeah. Uh, the fact that this was a free signing, um, you know, I think it's, it should have been at least like three or four million at the time. But um, but yeah, free signing for Leicester and, you know, they've helped them. Like they've gone into so much since, haven't they? So, oh, yeah. Yeah. And was it was wasn't he wasn't he in um, Jose Mourinho's 2010 into team? Was he? Was he, in he was as well. Yeah. Yeah. He was mm. in midfield. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Totally was. Mm. But yeah. Anyway, shall we get moved to number 28? Yep. So, yes. Pablo Zabaleta for West Ham. Another okay. free signing, which I didn't I didn't realise was a free signing, to be honest. Um, I know it was a free. I wouldn't have treated him in the best 33 transfers in Premier League history, but... Um, no, yeah. yeah. So this is a list from Give Me Sports, so it's not actually okay. my list. I, I okay, will put that cool. out there. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, to be fair, like when he signed for West Ham, he did... It was from City, wasn't he? That he yeah. Was that previously. Um, and at City, it was obviously brilliant. He won, was it two league titles there? Yeah, no, he definitely won one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so he lost his pace a fair bit, but for West Ham, he kind of kept them stable because uh, this was the time when was it Payet was at West Ham and stuff as well. So, um, I think it was actually after Payet, I think it was in the period between, um, between like Payet's whole, whole like leaving, leaving West Ham debacle. And, um, I, th- I think, I think he followed Pellegrini, um, from Man City to uh, West Ham. I think that's really uh, okay. That would actually make more sense. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, he still kept him stable. It was, a, it was a good, good player for him. I wouldn't say he was an amazing player for him, but he just, you know, it's a reasonable signing. Did his job. Um, yeah, exactly. And our next one, if I say the person who's made the most ever appearances in the Premier League, who would that be? Giggs? No, Gareth Barry. Yeah, Gareth Barry. Yeah, Gareth, I always forget that Gareth Barry's having second gigs now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but now, I mean, it happened a while back, but <laughs> well, yeah, you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but yeah, so number twenty-seven on the list, Gareth Barry for Everton. Um, I mean, obviously, his best days were behind him when he joined Everton. Um, but he'd done enough during his loan spell for Manchester City to make the move to the Goodison Park permanent, and they got a good value out of him um, as a midfielder. Made ninety-nine appearances for him. So, yeah, yeah. He's done for a couple of years, wasn't he? Like he, 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 he mm. was, he was, he was solid. He, he solidified that team. He, he sort of, he was at City, lined up by City, dropped mm. to level, and and still performed. So yeah, yeah, all credit mm. to him. Yeah, yeah. And well, he was, he, he, he was, was a... Aston, he was Aston Villa for ages, wasn't he? He was there yeah. a long time at Villa. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Okay, next player. He's a Liverpool player. And number twenty-six. It's Colo Torre. Um, I didn't realize this was a free signing as well. Like so many of these players, I did not realize the free signings. So um, it's interesting, but um, but yeah, he's a bit he's a bit of a comical figure, isn't he? Um, oh yeah. yeah, you know, a lot of the time he was cool. not taken. Yeah, cool, cool. yeah. <laughs> he wasn't really taken seriously though. Um, like he made a lot of errors and stuff. But 
Um, so I think some Liverpool fans might not think he should be on this list, but um, yeah, he's he, 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 he's more known for his time at Arsenal, isn't he? Than his, well, his time at Arsenal and time at Man City than his time at uh, Liverpool. His time at Liverpool was basically the end of his career, where he spent a couple of years under mm. under the Lord Man God himself, Brendan Rodgers. Yeah, um, yeah, and actually. Kolo Torre is still part of Brendan Rodgers' uh, coaching team, I think. So, mm. Well, that, that's pretty good then. Um, you know, yeah. the fact that, um, well, that just makes, I guess not the free signing for Liverpool, the free signing for Brendan Rodgers. <laughs> yeah. Um, all that better. But, um, but yeah, so, yeah, Kolo Torre. Next, number 25. And I don't know how this is on this list. I, I really don't. Um, okay. And I'm pretty sure Chuck is not going to be happy that this guy's on the list anyway as well. Um, it's a... Uh, Said Klasenak. Uh yeah, so number 25, Said Klasenak. I'm he was a bit erratic at Arsenal, wasn't he? Yeah, so, he was. I mean, he, he he never really he didn't fit in, did he? He was a quality no. Arsenal mold player. Mm, yeah, I mean, quite well, this this uh this article says says that um he shows signs of promise throughout his entire time at Arsenal. Um and he's currently enjoying another revival under Mikel Arteta before his injury. Um, I'm pretty sure he's not at Arsenal anymore. Or if he is, he's he's nowhere near the squad. Um, no, that's it. So, so yeah. Uh, I don't know why he's in this list, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> like, he was... Granted, he was pretty strong, but he had a mistake in him. And, you know, he didn't yeah. really do too much to help Arsenal. I think he did more no. to hinder Arsenal than help him. So, um, yeah. But yeah, I'm. Pr- and he could play. He could play two positions, couldn't he? Matt? He could play left back or left side centre back, couldn't he? Yeah, yeah, he could. So I mean, I guess that was slightly helpful. But then again, you can have a mistake from then left back or left centre back. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not yeah, ideal. You're right. Um, no. Yeah, but anyway, next person, number twenty-four, Fabio Aurelio for Liverpool. Um, yeah. And uh, Aurelio cemented a spot at Liverpool left back. Um, Sadly, he was hopelessly unlucky with injuries, which limited his time at Merseyside. Um, I don't, I know of this player, but to be honest, I don't really have too much to say about him because I'm pretty sure he didn't feature too much. Um, he, he did feature. He was heavily, I'm sure he signed for Liverpool. With the, is either the, it was either the season after they won the Champions League. Right, yeah, yeah. I can see a photo and it does look around that era. So, well, for the kits, I, I think it's, I'm around, it's, around, mm. it's around that era. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but he didn't feature too many times for him, though. Mm. I don't think. No. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, looking at this list, I'm pretty sure this isn't in order of who's the best and who's the worst. I think it's just going down a list of free transfers in the Premier League. So, you can put them in your own list in your heads. <laughs> uh, you guys yeah. listening? Um, but yeah, next one, number 23, another Crystal Palace one. Um, they've done quite a few free, free agent signings. Um, uh, Mile Yedinak. Um, now, yeah, Aus- Australian midfield. Yeah, it's quite rare you get Australians in the Premier League, to be honest, that, that reach the heights of the Premier League anyway. Um, and he came from Turkey, um, but became skipper for Palace and he played 165 times. So... You know, and he he yeah. did have a banger of a free kick on him as well. Yeah, so, but yeah, what's that? No, no, I say he's very very solid player. He made he made mm. that Palace midfield. You know, if you didn't put him in there, he was a big key player for the time at Palace. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like like I said, he was the captain. So, you know, you can't really get yeah. more key player than that. So, <laughs> no, um, but yeah, like you say, in the midfield, he, was, he just traditionally played a holding mid. Um, so, so yeah. Next one, number 22. Now, this one, I think if this was in more of a best order to be a lot higher up on the list, but um, Craig Bellany for Liverpool. Um, I remember oh, yeah. him being at Liverpool. I mean, he was great for Liverpool, wasn't he? Um, yeah. But his best but, career was at Manchester City, though. You would have to agree, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he turned to them in 2011, uh, costing them nothing, yeah. and he scored six goals under Kenny Dalglish. So, obviously, this free signing, I think it, this is just focusing on the time he was at Liverpool when he was free, not when he was bought way back when and his previous spell, in his first spell for Liverpool. Um, yeah. So, so, yeah, actually thinking about it, this probably why he's higher up on the list. If this is one like that but um anyway next person on the list and now a club legend of my favorite club um and he's a striker i don't know if you could guess who that is dan a striker club legend who's the first one that comes to mind for chelsea well obviously you got the main man dropped her, but yeah there you go that's who it is oh is it, it is yeah? yeah 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 all yeah. oh, right so um you know uh, is in its second spell at Chelsea. So yeah. some people forget he came back um, in yeah. 2014 season um, where he played second fiddle deliberately um, <laughs> to Diego Costa um, as under Jose Mourinho's when we won the league. Um, so yeah, I always remember that season because I went to the final game of the season and uh, he got carried off. Um, you know, I, th- I can't remember what minute it was. It might have been the 11th minute he started the game and yeah, he got carried off like a king. Everyone carried him above his shoulders and stuff and Crowd chart Chelsea, Chelsea Galatasaray. Chelsea Galatasaray. They're back to Chelsea, wasn't it? Uh, I, th- I think he went to China for a bit. China, yeah, that's Shanghai, it. yeah China, then back. Um, that's it. But yeah, he, he went. He went to Galatasaray, then Shanghai, and then yeah. he came back because Mourinho back, was like, "I need it, a second. Yeah. I need a second striker I can trust. Please come back." <laughs> um, that's, it, that's it. But yeah, I mean, he's. I think he scored. Was it nine goals? Um, which isn't bad for yeah. a second fiddle striker. Um, so yeah. in that season. But anyway, another. Chelsea player, not quite a legend, but he's another striker as well at number 20. And I remember this player for scoring a hat-trick against Arsenal um, back in 2013. Oh, hey. I don't know if you can guess oh, who that hey, is. That, that, that's, that's quite niche knowledge. I don't know if you, if you think a Chelsea player who scored a, uh, who's a striker in 2013 has scored a hat-trick against Arsenal. It was a 6-0 victory say, as well. I want to say, say Torres, but it's not going to be Torres. No, you probably... you mentioned him in the last point under Pep's on that. Evans. Oh yeah, uh, da, 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 da. you got me going. Um, it was uh, Samuel. It is, yeah, yeah. So um, obviously he was only there for one season, but um, he scored nine yeah. goals as well. Um, uh, and it says including some big derbies against Tottenham and Arsenal. So, like I said, Arsenal. I just remember that very fondly because a hat trick against Arsenal was just is brilliant. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah. Anyway, the next one, and I'm so surprised this was a free signing because this guy's still playing and been fundamental for this team's success. And it's Joel Matip for Liverpool. Um, oh yeah. So I mean, maybe not so much anymore. I can't. I can't work out if he is featured. Is he featured too much? I think he has made a few appearances this season. Um, yeah, he's been there. He's been their mainstay centre back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. Um, because uh, I think Gomez is injured for him, isn't he? Yeah, Gomez is injured. So yeah. I mean, yeah. he would often interchange with Joe Gomez when Gomez was when Gomez when Joe Gomez was fit. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, he joined in 
2016 from Schalke on a free. And that's just ridiculous given that he's won Champions League yeah. and Premier League since. That's one of the best free signings of all time, I think. Yeah. Um, now, this player, and I feel bad, I probably, I don't actually know who he is, um, but he played for Aston Villa and his name is Thomas Hitzelsberger. And it says... Left one, back. Uh, I assume so. He says one of the greatest. He says one of the greatest left foots in Premier League history. Hitzelsberger took time to adjust, but then came into his own at Aston Villa, and made it made the top six under David O'Leary. So, shall I just quickly figure out if he was a left back or not? Uh, I think he's centre back or left back. I, I know the name. So he played as a left winger or central midfielder, oh. yeah. and he's currently the head of sport at VfB Stuttgart. So. Um, there you go. Yeah, yeah. At least I got the le- at least I got the left bit right. We weren't mm. far out. That's not bad. He scored. He, so he played ninety nine times in the league for Aston Villa and scored eight goals. So that's not bad for a free signing, is it? No, no, so, that's good. Yeah, yeah. Um. Anyway, next person. Now we're up to number seventeen. So we got one more after this. Um. Mm. And it is Brad Friedel for Tottenham. Yep. And I remember this guy. I think it was. Kind of when I first started following football, like properly, it was in 2010-ish. Yeah. Um, and he became Spurs' first choice keeper around then, having impressed at Aston Villa. Um, I mean, the American was still a handy shot stopper, even though um, I think Spurs was the last time of his career. I think he retired at Spurs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and I, th- I do remember as being like quite an old player back then. Let alone, obviously, now. I mean, he's probably in his 50s now. <laughs> um, and he was, I think he was 40-odd back then. So, uh, yeah, I think it was like 40, 41, 42. So, uh, one of the oldest in the Premier League. Um, but, yeah. And uh, I do remember him being a good goalkeeper, though. He was good. Mm. Good chance, like you say. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the next one. Zachary Bagner. Oh, wait. Bagner oh. Sagner. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean, obviously, he's well known for uh, his time at Arsenal. Um, won quite a few trophies under Wenger. But he did move to Manchester City. Um, yep. And he played 54 league games overall for them, um, which isn't bad. Um, and he's part of the rebuild they at Manchester the, City. So He won the league title with them, didn't he? I, th- I think so. He might, have been a, he might have been a part of the squad. He might not have been squad, yeah. uh, the main player for him, but he was definitely part of the no. squad. Um, no, because Zabaleta was the top right back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, and uh, yeah, that's that. Uh, so that is, I was gonna say, we've gone through sixteen or oh, sorry, fifteen players. Uh, and yeah, brilliant. Okay, we're gonna end this point and then come back with Ethan's point, with which I'm not gonna be here for, but I will be back for the quiz later on. Right, see you in a bit. See you in a bit. Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email, freenilpodcast at gmail.com, and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. Do you love listening to podcasts, but hate adverts interrupting what you're listening to? Then why not consider subscribing to our Patreon? 
at the 3 0 Podcast for an ad free version of the pod, in addition to early access to the episodes. For just £3 a month, you can get all that plus more. Please consider subscribing to the 3 0 Podcast on Patreon. Welcome back, everyone, to the 3 0 Podcast. Thank you for listening to that short ad break. We're going into the final point of our podcast now. I, as usual, I am taking two out of the three points, uh, but obviously I've got Dan on hand here to help me out. Um, we're going to be reminiscing, going back about 11 years. So at the time, I was probably about, well, 11 or 12 probably at the time. So it's going back quite far. We are looking back at Fulham's, well, I was about to say triumphant Europa League campaign in the season that um, that, that was in, but they weren't in the end successful. But we are looking at the 2009-2010 Fulham season. Um, do you remember remember this far back, Dan? Do you remember this season? <clears throat> just a, just about. I I know the 2010 20. I know I know um I know mm, a few a few bits about it. Yeah, we're going back, but yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, it, it, it was it was it was a season after Ronaldo left from United fans, so it wasn't exactly the best season in the world. It was a. I think we ended up finishing no. second or third after Chelsea because <laughs> Ronaldo had gone by 2009, didn't he? Yeah, 2009-10 Chelsea won it, and then United won it again, I think. I think it was the season we won it, I think. Yeah. Javi Hernandez come in, didn't he? Exactly, exactly. But we are looking at the 9-10 season. So the season before Fulham had finished in seventh, um, which obviously led them to qualify for the Europa League the following season. Um, It wasn't a bad season. It was not a bad season, but, you know, league-wise, they finished in 12th. Um, It's a... I'd probably say it's sort of an indifferent season. Probably for someone like Fulham, it's a decent season, finishing comfortably mid-table. But, you know, it's not, you know, it anything to sort of scream home about. They finished one point behind Fulham and two points... So one point behind uh, Stoke, two points ahead of Sunderland. So, you know, they had 46 yeah. points, finished in 12th, they're comfortably mid-table. Um, did they, they have some good wins that season, though? Uh, they beat United 3-0 uh, at one point that season. I will add the yeah. caveat that the United team, they beat 3-0... Um, had a if back. We, if I remember rightly, that was the game that Rooney and Paul Scholes got sent off, wasn't it? Rooney got sent off for throwing the ball back, didn't he? Because it was a free kick. I, according to the site I'm looking at at the moment, it isn't that game, but it, no. it could be another game. No, that this was the game we lost three nil, where we had a back three of Michael Carrick, Richie Delatz, and Darren Fletcher, with um and kind of. <laughs> Uh, it, it, we, we, apparently, according to this website, we played a three-five-two, which could, could have been the case if we had that much of an injury crisis. So our team was Thomas Kushak, Michael Carrick, Richie Delat, Darren Fletcher, uh, Patrice Evera, Paul Scholes, Darren Gibson, Anderson, Antonio Valencia, Michael Owen, and Wayne Rooney. So you can sort of see where we might have lost three-nil in that game. I'd like to think we were playing our strongest <laughs> yeah. eleven. Yeah. Yeah. No. So, but um, but be fair play to Fulham. They won the game three-nil. Um. That was also one of the better games of the season. I think they kind of beat Liverpool as well that season as well. Yeah, they beat Liverpool three one at um, at home. But again, this wasn't the Liverpool team we that, that we know now. This was, I think, the Liverpool under the end of Benitez era. So before they sold Torres, yeah. but I think Xabi Alonso and Mascherano and Co had either had had gone or been on on their way to leaving. So that's it. But this season wasn't known for Fulham's league form. It was known for their Europa League campaign. And that's what we're going to have a bit of a deep dive into in, in this podcast. So they started off, actually, so they had a, a huge campaign. I think um, Mark Schwartz, who was their keeper that season, played 60 games in all competitions, which is, you know, cool. a, a, that's the sort of amount of games United played last season in terms of, like I think, like, you know, Bruno and that playing 50-odd, 60 games. And 
and yep. this is the sort of season that Fulham had. And I guess that they'd, they'd not had as as big of a squad as we'd have had. But um, they, did, um, did they have Clint? Did they have Clint Dempsey in the side? Yeah, yeah. So this is the sort of team. Yeah. So looking through their team, they had at this point. Um, so they had uh, yeah, Schwarzer in goal. Uh, young Chris Smalling was in this team. Uh, Paul oh. Konchesky, um, yeah. Breda Hangeland was in there. Aaron Hughes. Um, Zoltan Geary. Yeah, Zoltan Geary, Chris Baird, Danny Murphy, Damian Duff. Um, Dixon oh, two who was in this one. Um, yeah. going through some more. Uh, Andy Johnson and very injured Andy Johnson. Um, Clint Dempsey, Kieran yeah. Richards, was Kieran Richardson there when he left United? No, I think was he was, that? I think he was at Sunderland at this point. I think it's a bit late he went to Fulham. Um, the, their top scorer this season was actually Bobby Zamora as well, so that sort of explains the yeah. sort of side it was. So, yeah, you know, it's a good, good, good side, good side, but you know, not well beaters. No one would have expected them at the no, start of the no. season to get all the way to the Europa League final, but they did. Um, so they, they started off their campaign in the third qualifying round, uh, beating what I think is uh, Lithuanian side FK Avetra. Uh, they beat them 6 0 with two 3 0 wins. Um, you know, it's a good start. Um, they got into the playoff round next, um, winning 4 2 on sorry, 3 2 on um, aggregate against um, Amkar Perm, uh, Russian club Amkar Perm. Winning the home leg three one and losing one 0 away in Russia, um, they then got to the group stage. They weren't drawn in. I wouldn't say it's the toughest group. It's also not the easiest group. So their group was Roma, Fulham, Basel, and CSK, CSK Sofia, um, and they finished second in this group uh, behind Roma. Um, looking at their form in the group stage, they started off relatively indifferent. So they got a draw against um, SK Sofia, beat Basel. Uh, Drew against Roma, um, which is a good result for them at, um, at the at Craven Cottage. Yeah. Lost two one to um, Roma back at um, back at the, the um, Stadio Olimpico. Um, then, then then beat CSK Sofia one nil, and then beat Basel three um, two. I think if they had lost that that game to yeah. Basel, they'd have ended up going out, and Basel would have gone through. So it's a good result for them. Uh, they yeah, then so played, a big win for yeah. them. Exactly, exactly. You know, I think they again they, they literally went through by two points and then there's it the game against Basel which got them through. So um it's a good result for them. They went through to the round of sixteen. Um they played Shakhtar Donetsk, won two one at home in the first leg and drew one all away in the second leg. Um, meaning they moved on to the first major tie and probably I'll probably say that the second biggest tie that they had. Um they ended up playing Juventus in the round of sixteen. Again, yeah, I vaguely remember the game. Yeah, this this isn't the event aside we know today either. You know, this this was the event that just came back up after their Calciopoli scandal. So, um, yeah, they still, they still had drug, like, Trezeguet and Buffon, but you know, players like Trezeguet and and Nedved were very much in the twilight of their career. Um, yeah, they lost right, three. And you think about yeah. and you think about it, still, uh, um, still recovering after Inzaghi, isn't it? Because Inzaghi was there at Juventus for a long time. Yeah, so going. It's, Going through, so they they lost three one um, at well, I'm trying to think of what the stadium was called back in them days. But um, anyway, they, they lost three one in, in in Turin, and then brought them back to Craven Cottage yep. and smashed them four one with goals from uh, Bobby Zamora, Zoltan Gira, and Clint Dempsey, getting them through to the quarterfinals where they played Wolfsburg, uh, beat Wolfsburg, yep. Wolfsburg both home and away. Um, the away leg, yep. uh, Bobby Zamora scored in the first minute um, and ended up winning one nil. So. <laughs> Obviously, an entertaining sort of game. Then moving on to the semi-finals, they drew nil-nil with Hamburg away and beat them two-one at Craven Cottage, and this set up the um, the if final. I remember, if I remember in the semi-final, didn't they? Yeah. They went one-nil down, didn't they? 
I think they come back to win 2-1, didn't they? Yeah, they, they, went, they went one no down for a, a, a Petrich goal uh, for Hamburg. And That's then it. Simon Davies and Zoltan Gira got the um the, the, the two goals to yeah. equalise and obviously win it. And then it set up the major tie. So this was the, the Europa League final in 2010. Looking at the teams they had here, um, it's a it's a pretty it's a pretty strong team from um, from Fulham. Uh, looking at you've got Mark Schwarzer, Chris Baird, Aaron Hughes, Brett Hangland, Paul Konchesky, Damian Duff, Dixon Atuhu, Danny Murphy, Zol- uh, Simon Davies, Zoltan Gira, and Bobby Zamora uh, was their was their main start eleven. Um, yeah. And then looking at well, looking at Atletico's team, um, any guesses for the goalkeeper in that team on on the day in twenty ten? Well, it wouldn't have, it wouldn't have been what in it was they playing again? What was the team? Uh, they were playing Atletico Madrid in the final. Atletico Madrid, yeah. So, so, well, I mean, it, it wasn't going to be it wasn't going to be all black, was it? No, it was it was David de Gea was in goal for Atletico in this game. Yeah, de Gea, yeah. De Gea. de Gea was in this team. Yeah. Um, some of the well-known players, Diego Forlan, uh, was up top oh. for them. Uh, Sergio yeah. Aguero was as well. Yeah. Um, Simao, the Portuguese winger, was playing for them as well. Um, Jose Antonio Reyes was there. Um, ex Arsenal player as well, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Raul Garcia was there as well, who was playing as centre mid. But, um, but yeah, this was oh, weirdly, their, their backup keeper was um, soon to be Wigan and Everton keeper Joel Robles was also their backup keeper on the day. Let's go. Oh. So, there's some Premier yeah. League blasts in the past there. But you know, looking at this team, right. the, the, the Fulham team was solid, but they were coming up against Diego Forlan, Sergio Aguero, you know, Simao, Jose Reyes. That they, they had their work yeah. cut out and um. Looking at the game, and it, it like you know, it's just just in the stats alone. Um, if I can if I can get to him, that is. Um, but yeah, it, I, it, think it, the, I think it was result. They were it was two one Atletico, wasn't it? It was two one Atletico. Um, Atletico had twenty seven shots with ten on target that game. Um, Fulham only had eleven with three on target. Um, but look looking at the game itself. Um, yeah, Forland scored first in the thirty second minute. Um, Simon Davies equalised not, not not long after in the thirty seventh minute, and then the game went to extra time, and breaking Fulham's hearts in Hamburg, where the uh, final was being held, Diego Forlan scored a hundred yeah hundred sixteenth minute winner. So it sums, sums it up there, doesn't it? Really? Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, I had the experience. Yeah, they, they, they had the experience. They're actually managed by a uh, Kike Sanchez Flores at the time. Remember the um, ex Watford coach? Ex Watford, yeah. Yeah, he was in charge of them. But um, yeah, they came out two one winners. Um, it, it, the Europa League always used to be, wasn't it? I think it used to be like Sevilla and Atletico always used to go and like win the Europa League every every other year. It was sort of like you know, it was their tournament, wasn't it? So then, obviously, in later year, later years, it become um, the last last few couple of seasons. It's been it's been. Um, it's been Villarreal, haven't they? They've really took it on the Europa League, haven't they? Well, yeah. I mean, I don't want to get too much into into the final of last season, but the right. the I think the most close up into a heart attack was that penalty shootout last year. So uh, the, uh, the, the, yeah. the Europa League is known for pulling out the, those sort of results. But, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's unfortunate for, for Fulham not to win in the, in the final after getting so far through, but you know, it really, it, yep. it's still a brilliant showing to get all the way to the final that season um, under Roy yep. Hodgson. And yeah, they 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 definitely deserve their place in the final. And it's probably probably one of the best seasons Fulham fans have had. I don't want to say it's the best season Fulham fans have had, but it's one of the best seasons, especially in recent memory they've had. And and um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much going to be the uh, 
the end of the of the Fulham point this week. Um, there's nothing else yeah. you want to add, is it, Dan? No, not not that I can think of. But that 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 team alone, really, for Fulham, you think of how it was made up and made together. You know, yeah. a lot of fans, especially even even neutral fans, not just Fulham fans, they yeah, exactly. never respected him. Like you say, they wouldn't have got to the they wouldn't have had to get to the final. And well, it's, yeah, you know, it's, it's it's especially getting all the way from the third qualifying round through the playoffs, through the group, yeah, through all the knockout games. You know, like you said. They played 60-odd games that season and they still managed to go to yeah. the final and put in a performance, which is a real, real testament to them. But, but yeah, unfortunately, yeah. They, they, they weren't victors in the end, but it was a brilliant season nonetheless. So, Are you or your company looking for someone to help get your name out? To get your product known to as many people as possible, then why not get in contact with us, the Free Nil Podcast, through our email, freenilpodcast at gmail.com, and you can have your ad in this part of our podcast. Do you love listening to podcasts, but hate adverts interrupting what you're listening to? then why not consider subscribing to our Patreon at The 3 Nil Podcast for an ad-free version of the pod in addition to early access to the episodes. For just £3 a month, you can get all that plus more. Please consider subscribing to The 3 Nil Podcast on Patreon. Hello and welcome back to The 3 Nil Podcast. This time we've got the official 3 Nil Podcast quiz and uh, unfortunately Ethan's not here for this, so it's just going to be me and our guest, Dan. Hello, Dan. Hey, guys. We're back again. Yeah. How are you feeling about this? Uh, I would be lying if I said I weren't nervous, but yeah. <laughs> we'll give it a go. Yeah. I was going to say, your football knowledge is pretty decent, though. So um, I've got a feeling you could could be in with an upset. Um, at least, at least well, well, what's, maybe a what's, few. What's the scores on the doors at the moment? So the scores at the moment, in first place, we've got Ethan with 14 points. Then we've got me at 18 points. Then we've got Connor at 27 then we've got Morgan at 28 points. And then we've got yep. Chuck with 32 points. And he's insisted that I also mention a zero-point guess, which basically means that he guessed it first time with just the nationality. So, um, yeah, but he's still got 32 points, so it doesn't really matter. Right. <laughs> so, anyway, so, the idea... What, so, what is it? Three points? Three points or five points, is it? So, so, so I'll explain it now. The, the idea of this quiz yep. is that I have a person, I have a player... Um, that yeah. I'm hoping you would have heard of. Uh, and I will start giving you information about him. And the score system goes, as soon as I give out one piece of information, that doesn't count. So, you know, if you get a zero point guess, so it starts on zero. And as soon as I get, then I give you another piece of information, then the points go up one, two, three. So you want to get the lowest score possible. It's a bit like golf. Well, yeah. <laughs> you want yeah, to get, get the player yeah, before so, you yeah. put it in the hole type thing. Like, yeah. You don't, yeah, so. you don't want to get a bogey. You want to get a hole in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's that's the idea. So the, you want to get the player with the least amount of information. Um, so yeah. Anyway, the first player. He was born in Paddington, in Paddington, I should say, in London, England. Can you guess? You have one guess per point per piece of information. In Paddington. Oh, no! Now you get me started. It's a random guess. That's a random guess. That is, 
I'm going to say he's born in Pants. I'm guessing he's going to be playing for one of the London clubs. I would Could have be. said. Yeah. I'm going to say... I'm going to say nationality is good. He's definitely English. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're not wrong there. (laughs) Going to have to push Uh, you for a guess. Yeah. um, Lampard? It's not Lampard. So that's a zero point guess gone. Right. So for one point, this person is 39 years old. (laughs) So he's he's retired then? Yeah, he's retired. That's it. Uh, no, I ain't got a clue. Okay. No guess? No, no guess on that one. Okay. Right, I can tell you his least notable clubs. So, he played for Lille, Aston Villa, Coventry City, and Tampa Bay Rowdies, whoever they are. So, he plays for top clubs, and the less known clubs of Villa, Lille, and... Some random one. So you've never Lille, heard. Aston yeah. Villa, Coventry, yeah. and Tampa Bay Rowdies over there. No. No, no guess. Okay. Going on to for two points. His more known clubs are West Ham and Liverpool. So you've got a 39-year-old player. He played for West Ham and Liverpool. Oh, oh I know it. I'll do that. I'll do that. Um, played for Liverpool and West Ham. There's two that springs to mind, but he's not. There's Obviously, he's got to be English. So, yeah. Um, he's closer to English. Oh, oh, English, English. Have a go, guess. Oh, three, two, one. Okay, cool. Right for three points. This player's position was an attacking midfielder slash a winger. I want I want to say Yossi Ben Oyen, but I think that's wrong because he played for Chelsea as well. So that's that's our uh, equation. And, uh, well, I, I haven't mentioned there's one more club that he's played for, but also Yossi Ben Oyen is definitely not English. No, no, that's what I, mean. <laughs> that's what I, mean. I know, I know, he played for all their so, three clubs, mm. but. Um, but he's English. Um, 39 years old. Attacking midfielder slash a winger. Played for West Ham. Kevin Nolan? No, it's not Kevin Nolan. Right. Oh. This is the one. You should get it. So from 2003 to 2010, he played for Chelsea. Making 182 appearances, scoring 28 goals. Joe Cole. He is Joe Cole. Well done. Why yeah. the fuck? I never. I, 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 I was thinking Joe Carl, but I, I, I was thinking, oh no, it can't be Joe Carl. And mm. then I was thinking, hang on a minute, I forgot. Yeah, he played for Liverpool. I was yeah. surprised I never got that after the. Yeah. yeah I yeah. should have got that after the third one, really. Yeah. I was surprised <laughs> there. Mm. Okay, yeah. So that's four points. So 
we could get better than that. And that's quite funny because we've been talking about Joko all week. Yeah, we have, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> that's why I put him in. I thought, oh, you might get him straight away. But no, okay. Uh, anyway, the next person. He is 27 years old. Just a random guess for a 27-year-old. <laughs> Currently still playing. Yeah, yeah. Uh... One of the top five thing, one of the top five leagues. I can't tell you. It's a random twenty-seven-year-old. Plays in the Premier League. I can't tell you that. That could be one of the points. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, clear. Okay, so you're not going to guess a random twenty-seven-year-old because it's worth a guess because it uh, puts them out later on. Harry Kane. It's not Harry Kane. Okay, he's like twenty-eight, twenty-nine. Anyway, for one point. Uh, he is German. Mm-hmm. German 27. German 27. So I'm guessing he plays in the Bundesliga. He could. And he's German. Mm-hmm. 27 years old. German. Leon Goretzka. It's not Goretzka. That's a good guess, though. Uh, Okay. So, this is interesting because he's played for quite a few teams. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you his position first. Right. So, he's more often than not a holding mid. Yeah. But he has been known to play at centre-back. Javi Martinez. It's not Javi Martinez because he's in his Oh, oh yeah, I know, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and he's Spanish as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, uh, so, we've got, he's German. He's German. holding mid, midfielder slash holding defender. Um, yeah. And he's 27 years of age. Now, his, he's, he's played his career in Germany. Yeah. In England. And in Italy. Oh, what's his name? What's his name? He played for. Oh no! I see. I'm thinking of it. I'm thinking of it. Not Boateng. Not Boateng. No, 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 no. Next, no, he's his mm. so for four points, you rack them up now. I can tell you the clubs he played Racking for. Him. So, 2011 to 2013, he played for Bayern Munich 2. For 2012 to 2013, he played for Bayern Munich, making four appearances. In 2013 to 2014, he played for Bayer Leverkusen, making 29 appearances. From 2014 to 2018, he played for Liverpool, making 115 appearances, scoring 10 goals. In 2018 to 2020. Emre Cham. Yes, it is. Well done. That's another four points. So you've got eight points so far. Yeah. Next. This player is 31 years of age. Random guess. Let's go. No. No? Okay. You can't think of anyone that's 31 years old. Not off the top of my head. No. Oh, uh, John Anderson. It's not Jordan Henderson. No. Uh, this player is French. He was born in Paris. 
31, born in Paris, French. Canto. It's not Canto. Oh. Close though. So, for two points, he is a centre back. And he's six foot two, if that helps. Uh, Kimbembe? It's not Kimbembe, because Kimbembe is like 23. Yeah. <laughs> um, for three points. So, I can tell you the teams that he's played for in France. You're right. Uh, played for Paris Saint Germain and Montpellier. Oh. Uh. And then he moved to he did play in the pre, didn't he play in the Premier League or go to La Liga? I know it's one of them. I, I can't tell you that would be the next point. No, though. I don't tell can't you where he's tell played. Um, French centre back. Ah, uh, no. Okay, so he then so I've said. So in 2007 to 2013, he played for Paris Saint-Germain. Yeah. Yep. He currently plays for Montpellier now. But in between, right. he went to the Premier League and he played for two clubs. Yes. From 2013 to 2017, he played for Liverpool. And that's yeah. the first point. Yeah. yeah. What's the second one? Alexa, stop. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't know what set you off. Anyway, um, yeah, so he played for Liverpool from 2013 to 2017. Yep. Yeah. That's the next one. Yeah, he played for Liverpool. French and that he did play for another club before he went back to Montpellier in 2021. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, he played so, for Liverpool. But I will tell you that next club in the next point. Oh, he played for Liverpool. French. French centre back, and he played for Paris Saint Germain and Montpellier and Liverpool. Six foot two and Liverpool, and he's six foot mm. two. Yep. In height, I, and he's I thirty-one years of age now. He's thirty-one. Oh, French centre back played for Liverpool. Played for Liverpool. I, I <laughs> cannot think. I literally cannot think. I should no. know it. Okay, shall I move on to the last point? Move on to the last point. So, this person played for Crystal Palace from 2017 to 2021. He was their main centre-back, arguably their, their best centre-back when he played. Oh, no, no, do not. Oh, Crystal, he played for Crystal Oh. Uh, Mohamed Saka. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll Saka. take that. Yeah. Mohamed Saka. Well done. That was the five Saka. points. That's it. I'm glad you got that because that would have been a six pointer. <laughs> okay. And how many points were we on? Uh, you were on currently. You got two fours and one five. So what is that? That's nine. No, that's not no. nine. <laughs> that's 13. That's 13. All oh, right. So you're on 13 points. And you're halfway through. So you're on track to get 26 points. Right. Um, so at the moment, if you get 26 points, you will beat Connor by one That's point. All right, yeah. Anyway, so 
we've got our next player, 34 years of age. Jamie Vardy. This is not Jamie Vardy. He is <laughs> French. Oh, that's, 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 he's French, yeah, 34. Does he still play? I'm going to go for... I can't tell you Blaise that Blaise Matuidi. It's not Matuidi. No. Um, he plays as a striker. Olivier Giroud. It is Olivier Giroud. <laughs> That's for two points. Nice Sorry. one. Okay. Next player. Yep. He is 27 years of age. Seven years of age. Now you've got me guessing. 27-year-old mm-hmm. footballer. He's still a... Paul Pogba. It is not Paul Pogba. He no. is a striker. Twenty-seven year old striker. Harry Kane. It's Probably not Harry Kane. Yep. It's not Harry Kane. Uh no. He's also five foot eleven, if that helps. Uh next. So yeah. I can tell you two teams that he's played for, but not his most notable team. So from 2012 to 2013, he played for Albino Leff. Um, making 39 appearances and scoring 14 goals. Yeah. And then in 2013 to 2015, played for Palermo, making 62 appearances in the league, scoring 16 goals. And he's French. Uh, no, he's Italian. Did I not mention that? Dina, no, no, you didn't. Okay, you right, spot. okay. He's Italian as well. <laughs> Dina Tale. It's not Di Natale. He's, Di Natale oh. is definitely not 27. He's about 47. No, yeah. <laughs> oh, my football knowledge is terrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. Okay. Um, so, he was a part of the Italian national team from 2016 onwards. So, he was a part of the Euros. Yeah, so he's going to be a part of this this summer's Euros as well. We just had. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the squad. The twenty-seven-year-old striker squad. for Italy. Immobile, Chilo Immobile. Not, it's not Immobile. Oh. It's is the only other striker they had. <laughs> oh. He currently plays for Torino. Yeah, it's what's his name. He plays for Torino. Oh. Oh. He's played there since two thousand fifteen. Played there since 2015. 212 Italian, appearances, 93 goals. Appearances, 93 goals. Italian striker plays for Torino. Italian striker. And he's 27 years of age. Ah, I should know it. Oh no, phone's died. Oh well, that's done it. <laughs> Hi guys, I can probably tell we had a bit of a technical issue there. Um, but Dan did end up guessing the right player in the end, and it was Bellotti. So he got it right in the end. And then, yeah, we're going to go into the next bit where Ethan finishes it off. So, yeah. All right. So we've got back of that slight technical issue. Um, I think we're finishing off the quiz. Matt's, Matt's has to jump off because he's, he's working a ridiculous schedule at the moment. Um, so he's, he, he's pretty much gone to bed in a minute. So I'm, I'm back again and I'm finishing off the quiz with Dan. Um, so... What's the score at the moment? You said about, about 10. I'm basically guessing at the moment, 10, but yeah. I'm, I'm sure we can look back at the recording feed and work it out. But 
Anyway, so this is the final player we're giving you of our quiz. So yep. the first bit of information is I was born on the 16th of February, 1986, making me 35 years old. So he's, so he's retired, I would have said. I can either answer yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, no, yes, no, 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 Has he retired or still playing? I can't give you that information, unfortunately. You're only allowed, you're only allowed a date of birth to start yeah. off with. Yeah, I could say. So you've got to think 35-year-old players. No, I can't think off the top of my head. Any? No guesses? No guesses on that one. All right, so um, his place of birth is Rosario in Uruguay. Ed- Edison Cavani. It is not Edison Cavani. No, oh. right. no, 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 no. You've, you've given you one guess. You can't, you can't guess again. No, no, no. no. Um, this one you should get it on, to be fair. This is quite an easy one now. Um, I'm a centre-back. Uh, Diego Godi. That is correct. It's like you got it in got it in three. Yep. Uh, to be fair, I can never remember if it counts as three or two. I think it counts as two because the first one, if you get it in one go, yep. it's it's zero points. So I'll That's make it. a note that you got it in three. So shall, I'll, I'll, I'll let Matt know. He's just, Matt's still alive. He's just um he's just, just not away from the away from the air uh, podcast at the moment. I was going to say, is either going to be Jimenez or Godin? It's going to be one of them. Yeah, and Jimenez isn't 35 years old, I don't think, so... No, no, I see, yeah. <clears throat> All right, well, um, I think we'll end... Well, well, as I say, we'll end the quiz there. I, unfortunately, not being here, have no idea what your score is in total. It looks around about 12 or 13, which would make you the highest scorer so far, but I will have to go and confer that with with Matt when he's available. Um, and, you know, everyone listening, keep an eye on our Instagram page. We will announce um, what Dan's score was on our Instagram page, because... It's been a bit of a mental record today, so I'll work yeah. something out from there. But um, yeah, that, that, that's going to be the end of the quiz. Hi guys, it's Matt again from the recording booth, and I just thought I'd say and interrupt. Uh, I have no idea what Dan thought he got 10 points for. He ended on 22, so that was an absolute lie from him. Um, it means that he's currently sat in third with Ethan on 14 points, myself on 18 points, Dan on 22 points, Connor on 27 points. Morgan, 28 points, and Chuck in last at 32 points. Uh, so, yeah, that is an update on the scores. That is going to be the end of this week's episode of the 3-0 podcast. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Make sure you check out all of our social media content. Uh, thanks to Dan for being the guest this week. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, no, thank you ever so much for allowing me on. Sure, That's really great. Absolutely fine. Obviously, obviously, there's been a few technical issues this week, so obviously Matt's been in for a bit. I've yeah. been in for a bit. We've been here, here, here there, and everywhere. We've managed to finish the podcast, managed to get an episode out, and that's all that matters. So, again, thank you, everyone, for listening, and make sure you join back next week. Goodbye. Yep. Bye.
podcast is just opinions of three people and sometimes a guest about football the content of this show is provided for educational and entertainment purposes only it is not intended to disrupt or harm anyone in any way you shouldn't make your own assumptions based on things that have been said in our podcast without undertaking your own research first any music we have used is thanks to no copyright sounds you can find them on youtube by searching ncs or going to https colon forward slash forward slash www.youtube.com forward slash user forward slash no copyright sounds thanks for listening to the free nil podcast if you have enjoyed today's episode please consider subscribing to our patreon at free nil podcast or following our Twitter and Instagram accounts, which are also at 3 Podcast. Thank you, and see you next week.